Welcome back to the Off The Waitlist Podcast. Today we get to talk to the one, the only, Oluwatobi Shinbanjo, full name, a.k.a. Toby Shinbanjo, uh, personal trainer, group trainer, really, really great guy. Um, got to meet him while taking a rowdy box class and we just connected and then we just decided to hop on a podcast. So really excited for you to hear his perspective, especially coming from across the pond, then moving from East Coast down South to the West Coast. You know what? Let's just get this party going. Episode 20. What's going on, baby? Oh, not a just smack in the middle of a day. Yeah. Clients here and there, some errands. I know. Is this usually a nap time? Um, honestly, I don't get a lot of naps. Okay. I'm moving a lot. So there we go. There we go. <laughs> I bet you sleep good then. Uh, I try to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when you do eight hours. <laughs> well, shit, man. I appreciate you taking the time out. Um, yeah. uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to getting to know you a little more, uh, oh. than just outside the red room. Oh, um, yes. Uh, yeah. Did you already do some trainings today and shit? Uh, yeah, I had some clients earlier today. Um, I got my hair done. So that, that would fall under the looks good. Glory. Thank you. Looks I, still, good. I, I still need to go see my barber after this, but, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole process. Who, do, who does your hair? Um, I go out to Linwood. Uh, my barber's name is uh, DK at a chop it up barbershop. There you go. Shout him out. Yeah. Shout him out. Check them out. Um, dope. Uh, what I have, what I have my guests do is a, at the very beginning is a quick 60 second life story. 60 second life story. So you got 60 seconds. You can start it however you want. You can start planning in your head right now while I kind of give you this description of what you want to say, because I know it's a lot of pressure. But basically, you can start from like your childhood. You can start from like where you started with your fitness stuff. It's totally up to you what you want to share. Um, but you have 60 seconds. When there's about like 15 seconds left, I'll give like a little hand signal. Cool. Um, just so you know that it's almost time to wrap up. And then from there, we'll start to dive in. Cool. Ready? Yeah. Let's do it, Toby. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. All right. So my name is Toby Shenbanjo. Full name. Oluwatobi Shandanjo, um, originally born in England, moved to America in my younger years, um, moved all around America. So started in Virginia, then Maryland, then Georgia, then Massachusetts, now Washington. Um, personal trainer by career, um, also student. So currently studying for my master's. Um, and I found my fitness uh, fitness career in Atlanta, in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. And it's been with me ever since. So um, I have te- uh, 10 plus years experience for um, training. Um, I have been a boot camp instructor, private trainer, and now boxing coach. So that's where I find myself today. Boom, let's go. Sweet. 60 seconds, wow, okay. A lot to unpack here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I mean, based off of your Instagram, I knew 
but I thought that was like maybe a last name because I wasn't I wasn't sure. Yeah. But I I didn't know you're from England. Yes, a lot of actually it's funny because uh, when I get wedding invites, it's Toby England <laughs> wedding invite, which is hilarious. But you know, it, it's more so just a social media moniker. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, yes, I am actually from England though. Um, I left um, at a very young age of ten, um, mm-hmm. but I was born in uh, Brixton, which is southwest London. How how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I'm 32. Okay. Yep. So you've traveled a lot. I've done a lot a, of traveling. In a short amount of time. Yeah. It feels like I've lived like 10 lifetimes. Okay. <laughs> Explain the places again. England? Yes. Two. So, um, born, yeah. So born in England, uh, born in London, uh, moved to Virginia briefly. Uh, moved to Virginia, um, was probably there for just under a year before we moved to Maryland. Um, in Maryland, I spent about, I'm going to try to remember this as best as yeah. I can. Hold up though, real quick. Sorry to no interrupt. Problem. What made you move to Virginia? Aha. Uh-huh. Um, so my uncle, my uncle lived in uh, Virginia, my father's brother. Um, and he basically told us uh, my entire family that America was the land of dreams <laughs> And this is where you want to be if you want the best opportunities in life and, uh, life and so on. So um, my parents came out to America ahead of time to scope it out. They, you know, loved what it was and they got us all over. That's amazing. And yeah. here you are. You're still here. I'm still here. OK, still- so that's why you moved to Virginia. Yes, because and- my uncle that was where my uncle was at the time. So that was just for us to connect with family on that front. Right. And then you said you moved to Massachusetts or where uh, after so that? From, uh, from Virginia, moved to Maryland. Okay. Uh, and in Maryland, that's where I went through like middle school and part of high school. Um, and Maryland was a very, very nice area, especially um, the schools that we got to go to there. Um, we ulti- ultimately moved to uh, Georgia after that, just north of Atlanta. Um, so I moved while I was in, I believe it was 10th grade, as I have a 10th or 11th grade, uh, grade, I moved to um, Atlanta and spent another seven years, some seven plus years out there. Okay. Um, went to school out there and ultimately moved to Massachusetts um, for some continuing education. And I also spent another like seven years in Massachusetts. Everything is revolving around that like seven year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so how long, how long have you been here? This will be my third year. Oh, we uh, got plenty of time. We got some time. We got, some time. <laughs> <laughs> this, will be, this will be my third year. So, you know, you could call this like the, the halfway mark. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I am looking to put my roots down somewhere, you know? Okay. Um, it would, it would, be nice to feel grounded somewhere yeah why why did you move to seattle then um so my younger brother lives out here okay Um, he used to live with me in boston and he got a job at microsoft in seattle and so he he left and uh it was about three years before i came after him and i just figured i could do everything that i'm doing in boston over in seattle yeah with some family Um, yeah, you know, I was I was uh, watching my family kind of grow up through social media. 
Mm. Um, and there's a lot of members to my family, uh, but I am very close to my brother. So um, it was either go back down south or come over to the Pacific Northwest. And, you know, I, I think I cho- I think I made the right choice. So. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> I'm, I've done Atlanta. Like, I, I want to go to Seattle. I've never been there. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Well, shit, we're we're lucky to have you up here. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, what's uh, moving moving on from that? I think. Um, would you do? Do you like moving around? Do you like Seattle? A eh? and do you um, like moving around from place to place? Yeah. So I would say that um, I love and appreciate Seattle for many reasons. Um, It does feel like a very progressive city in regards to the people that I meet and the conversations that I have. Um, It's 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 kind of it kind of reminds me of um, Boston a little bit and that nature is so very close by. And so when you you know, you have the city life and then you can always escape and get to a mountain within an hour, you know, it's, uh, it's all there for you. And I, I definitely appreciate that. I'm a big, uh, big nature advocate, but just oh, there you go. And enjoying, uh, enjoying it all. So, um, yeah. Uh, what was, what was that second question for Seattle? It was, uh, do I love it? And well, here's my other question Yeah, for you to think about what it, where it has been your favorite, spot stop uh-huh. so that one's easy for me um my favorite stop has been boston uh, and the reason why is it was the first kind of like eye-opening city for me that kind of gave me a sense that i can do many things with my life it can go in many different directions and i think that was just through um again the mindsets of the people that i interacted with i've you know came from Atlanta where things were a little slower and you know there is there is a big business mindset in Atlanta and there's a lot going on out there also um but for me Boston was where it was like oh like if you wanted to pursue this you can really go and do that there are ways you can get there and so on so it just kind of opened my eyes um opened my eyes more and then uh I do kind of appreciate the east coast energy as well that's dope yeah the east coast energy is real oh yeah for sure (laughs) hustling out there oh yeah very in your face um how did you get started what was like your first experience of fitness then like were you uh what were you like oh wait let me rephrase what what were what was toby like as a kid growing up okay as a kid um very energetic of course i got myself into trouble like every other (laughs) Um, <laughs> no, I, you know, played outside. I grew up playing soccer, so soccer was huge for me. Um, you know, I wanted to be like David Beckham. So, yeah. uh, you know, I wanted to be a striker out there. Um, yeah, just, you know, a very energetic child and I would say a very curious child. Um, and then I would say like, this was my England side because when I came to America, then, you know, that part of my childhood was a little different. Mm. Um, I think I became a little bit more reserved as I was, uh, you know, uh, changing scenery and meeting people, you know, at a younger age. And so um, still the same energetic person, but just maybe a little bit more reserved. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I got into a new environment. 
so did you were you always like an athlete you said like you're always playing soccer i guess football yeah. for you um i would say i was always moving to some degree because when i came to america i still played soccer but then i started playing basketball um and later turned to uh football american football in high school um so i've always been i guess someone who's just been on his feet and ran around a lot um I mean, I, I definitely have my, the second side to me, which is my nerdy side. Um, Ooh. So yeah, there's, there's that as well, but definitely pretty active. I can't wait to dive into that side. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty active. I'd say. Um, what, what was your first experience then in fitness? Like, yeah. uh, like how old were you? What, what did you do? Like, let, let, let us know about that. Um, okay, so my I guess my first personal experience outside of um, playing sports um, was yeah. right after graduating high school. Um, I would do workouts for myself and some of my friends. They would come by. We had a um, a gym in our basement in Atlanta, um, so I would train some of my friends with me, um, and that was something that I really enjoyed because um, it was a feeling of having somebody sort of look up to you and being able to show somebody that, uh, you know, they're like, they can do so much more for themselves. I kind of got that feeling at an earlier age and that stuck with me. Um, I definitely became passionate about it. So um, while I was in school, um, I got my certification uh, with NASM and uh, kept up with like my private one-on-one -on -one training with just like friends and so on. Dope. What, yeah. um, what did you study in college? So um, this will take me to the nerdy side. I studied um, computer science and animation, like kind of a graphic design. I went to an art school. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So I, I envisioned myself working for like Pixar or Disney. Um, and that's so cool. Yeah. So I went to school to like pretty much learn how to, um, work with graphics and animation and so on. Do you, do you still do any work with that? On the side, on the yeah. side there, I'll pull up, you know, Photoshop or Illustrator, um, sometimes even ZBrush, which is a 3d modeling, um, oh, cool. uh, software and I'll mess around with some things, try to keep the skills sharp um yeah exactly you got to keep up with the new new updates and oh man it's all out there yeah yeah uh that's so funny because i mean you know tara she that's she does graphic design too oh no kidding yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I'll, have, I'll have to connect with i know yeah you guys will have to you guys will have to nerd out um <laughs> about that that's so cool i had no idea oh, um, man. <laughs> so if i need some graphic shit i'll come talk to you hey let me know yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so, so you said you helped your friends work out. Mm -hmm. How did that come to be? Was it just like, cause you look like you were in shape and you like, you know, I think, I think, um, that did tie into it a lot. Um, so let me take this back a little bit. I mentioned, um, in high school that I started playing like high school football and this was in mm. Maryland. Um, this was in Maryland and, we moved to Atlanta during uh, my high school years. And during that move, um, it kind of affected me in a way where it was, again, another new environment. And I decided not to play football, which, you know, 
no bad choice but anyway decided not to play <laughs> you know, heading heading to the school in uh atlanta and it was by the end of the year that i think the coaches kind of noticed me maybe during like a field day or whatever we had they noticed me and they were like hey man like you're very active you're in shape like why didn't you mm. sign up to play and um i think from that point you know i had some friends who had also noticed like i was a pretty active person yeah you know, to know like what are you doing like how are you training and so on and um so we would just goof around after school and uh do some lifts i had a bow flex so uh we'd, we'd be using that bow flex trainer oh my god yeah. <laughs> hey yeah. i'm not knocking on the bow flex that thing was effective yeah, yeah. like those resistance bands yep they can yep. it can get legit with the bow flex Okay. Oh can. my gosh. I didn't know this was about to turn into infomercial for blood. <laughs> to to Toby's about to get like, oh, my, I still got one in the back. Let me take you back there. Let me show you some moves on the Bowflex. Let me show you this. Right <laughs> <here>. <laughs> um, okay. So that's kind yeah. of like opening up the picture a little bit as far as like mm -hmm. how you got into fitness. You said you got your certification while in school being a nerd. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Do you, do you ever feel like it's, I, I think it's fucking awesome how you can be computer science animation guy and also fitness guy, you know, yeah. I think, I think there's a tendency to be like for people to view in like fitness people as like, oh, that's all you do is fitness. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that's why I like having conversations like this with people like yourself. It's because yeah. it, it lets people know, like. No, we're just like normal. Mm -hmm. Like everybody else. Yeah. Slash like nerdy. Yep. You know what I mean? Big, big nerdy. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, you know, I definitely agree. I think um, for one, it's important to um, have that side of your life where you're moving and you're uh, just developing yourself to live longer and, you know, be your best self in whatever physical and healthy and mental way that's going to be. Um, I think you can take a lot from just being active in life, but that shouldn't be everything, right? You know, you, I believe that you should have other sides to you that sure. you're, you're proud to express and, and show that. So, yeah, I, there's a lot of things I like to do. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I like that you're so multifaceted. Where would you say that your fitness started to kick in professionally? Aha. Uh -huh. um, I would say Boston. Hmm. And uh, the reason why is um, so Atlanta, that was more of like my private training. Um, I worked with uh, Lifetime Athletic out there. So that was more of yep. like a corporate um pt job in boston i started to get involved with uh smaller gyms um and the smaller gyms it kind of had the startup mentality with different ways of reaching people and how you can um how you can train people differently so it was a step away from like a standard box gym and started to invite other ideas of you know how you can be more athletic doing this program maybe doing some yoga doing some spin you know weight training and so on 
Um, so Boston is where things really opened up for me. Um, I had multiple different jobs, everything from management uh, to small group training to large group training. Training It was more than just one-on-one -on -one with somebody right. in front of me. Um, and so that was that was where things really kicked off. Mm. And uh, I started getting my hands in many di different aspects of the fitness industry. That's that's dope. Uh, what like what did you start like small group training, like functional strength training or? Yeah, so I um, I started with a small gym, sort of doing what I felt was, uh, was something I was used to. Uh, and right, was, from training like your homies in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. This gym was this gym was literally in a basement of its own. But um, you know, doing one-on-one -on -one training, that's uh that's my strong suit. So that was, you know, where I always feel the most comfortable. Yeah. Um, and then it wasn't until I got a job um at this boot camp. Uh they were at the time called Boston Fit Body Boot Camp. Um, there are few fit body boot camps around. Um, and it wasn't until I got that job that, you know, I started to take group training uh, more seriously because I definitely was one of those uh, people who you're in the gym, you're working out, you're lifting your weights, you're doing your thing. And like group fitness is for somebody else, you know? Right. Um, so I had that mindset, but now working this job, it definitely opened up a lot more for me and i'm like wait a second we need to get more people into group fitness classes because you know this is very beneficial for you to yeah. um work this style into your training right um so i was in charge of like 30 minute boot camps um designing the program uh for upwards of 30 people um at a time and it was it was so much fun it was community um there's so many things that like changed my mindset just yeah to that realm like i don't know about you but once i started working out in group fitness working out by myself became so boring <laughs> yeah yeah honestly <laughs> like i'm like oh like i gotta I, okay i got i got chest day today <laughs> i gotta spend like an hour and a half in the gym and yeah. just hitting chest but like i mean i love working out that way Mm -hmm. um, but it is it's turned very boring group fitness has ruined that for me yeah because <laughs> that, that's oh that's the only way i used to work out like you said like nah group fitness like whatever i'm like i'm not about it exactly so yeah that's, totally. so it's interesting that we're like we we have that same same thing so yeah. um i've heard a lot of stories about boston like did you did you deal with any like racism out over there or anything you know, the funny thing is I heard the same deal coming from Atlanta. It's like, oh, Boston. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, maybe it has its places where it exists. So, sure. you know, I won't say it doesn't. Um, I can't recall anything. There might have been a few minor things here and there, like certain people. But honestly, that's in all the places that I've lived. There's never there's that has never not existed for me if that makes sense so wow, interesting minor things minor yeah. things so um but nothing enough to deter me from the place as a whole and tell yeah some, someone such as myself or any you know minority group right not to go there and uh, and it being your favorite spot out of all the spots yeah. you've been 
Yeah. Um, and I think that has a big deal to do with the amounts of schools there are in the area. I think there's something like 36 different schools. And so when you have so many people coming from different areas um, and they mesh together, um, I think it's, just, it's better. You know, there's, yeah, there's one mindset that sticks for the area. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I had great experiences in Boston. I have great friends out there still. Um, I tried to visit at least once a year. So it's a very, very important place for me. Man, that's, that's, that's really cool to hear because like, you know, I, I hear horror stories about Boston. <laughs> so, so uh, n- nothing against Boston, but yeah. I, like, it's, it, I'm glad to hear that coming like uh, that side as well. I think, yeah. I think like, I think it's important. Um, so what are, what are your plans now for Seattle as far as like what you want to, what you want to do here in the next few years before you move again? So, um, I am, <laughs> before I move again, <laughs> so I am, um, definitely enjoying like, uh, starting my life out here. Um, I've just moved into an apartment with my girlfriend who also is not from Seattle, um, so we're building things up together over here. Um, but in terms of what I'm doing, expanding upon my fitness career out here. So uh, stepping into um, Seattle, this is now where I've gotten the chance to get closer to boxing and build skills towards becoming a boxing coach. Yeah. Uh, and that has been something new once again. Um, and then there's also the tech side out here. So. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we can get there, but that will be something that I'm also looking to take advantage of in my time here and right. just expand my skill set and opportunity. Uh, take us, that's a perfect segue. Take us through the boxing thing. Like, how did you get into boxing? When did you get into boxing? Yeah, so um, in my last days, I would say maybe last months in Boston before I was moving, um, I have a couple coach friends. Um, one in particular invited me to her gym. Uh, it was called Everybody Fights, and it was a boxing gym and um, you know functional training gym. And I went and took a boxing class for the first time and absolutely like loved it. It was very similar to what I do now at Rowdy Box. It was boxing for fitness as opposed to um, for to build a fighter. Right. Uh, so I took the class and I was like, holy crap, this is a lot of fun. Um, I want to do more of this. How can I step into it? So uh, coming to Seattle, I was out here maybe a year. Uh, pandemic hit. Yeah. Um, and then during the quarantine, Many gyms are closed, but I noticed um, Rowdy Box, the gym I'm at now, uh, they were having like some private sessions. So I found my way to Rowdy Box and that was where I was able to now pick up on um, boxing again and just now take the time to take it more serious since, you know, it was in my face. It was the only thing to do rather. So, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's so cool. What, how, how was so you moved here three years ago. Like, how okay. close was it to the pandemic when the, when the so shutdown hit? I moved here in October of 2019. 
And it was by January that we had started hearing about COVID, but yes. I don't think anybody was taking it serious. No. And it was um, by uh, March that things, the, the full wave had hit. Yep. And um, everything shut down. So in the time, in that time, that was, yeah, basically a few months out here before it was full on pandemic. Damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like thanks for getting me out here bro hey you know what i'm glad i'm glad i'm here <laughs> when everything went down how uh how how was how was shut down for you like what 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 kept you busy what kept you kind of going so um shutdown was very interesting because no one knew how to take it or what to do it was true across the board for everybody like it kind of just felt like the world came to a halt um so what kept me busy number one was doing at-home workouts like I felt I just needed to move and do some things so whatever equipment I had on me I was training at home um then I zoom zoom and all of these um these ways to connect through like video call were yeah. starting to become more popular uh, so I reached out to some people in Boston and I started training people on the East coast. So I was matching, you know, the three hour difference to make sure I'm helping them, you know, yep. with whatever they're doing, helping them stay sane as well, because that is what we needed at the time. Was um, any, was anyone like, I want to work out at 6am Boston time. Oh no, luckily so for me. <laughs> Luckily for me, nobody needed to uh, to train at that time because they didn't need to go to work at that. Oh, time. that's true. That's true. That's <laughs> Every, true. Everyone, everyone was going through it. Yeah, we're know, on the same uh, boat. All on the same boat. So that was very helpful for me, connecting with people um, to start training, and you know, using Zoom as a tool for that. Um, that was huge, and that word kind of spread to and you know towards my Seattle network as well. And yeah started uh training and just meeting with some people through zoom in seattle well uh in the short time you've been here i think you've done an incredible job of building a community and um thank you like getting getting yourself out there it's tough it's tough in fitness yeah you know it's tough in fitness especially when people have like their set routine and their set people and their set so uh major shout out to you there man thank uh, you yeah you should be proud of that I appreciate it. Um, we'll go into some quick hitters here. Okay. Our famous quick hitters. I always joke that I have seven listeners. So <laughs> uh, the seven listeners know what's coming. Uh, there's three levels. Cool. All right. Uh, as we get deeper into the levels, it'll get more and more in depth. Got it. Level one is like either or, or would you rather? So are you a, would you rather have pizza or tacos? Hmm. I would say tacos. Ooh. Yeah. I think there's more you can do with a taco. More versatile. Yep. Definitely. Uh, do you have a favorite taco spot? Uh, you know, not a favorite, but there is a Red Star Taco out in Fremont. Um, they make some pretty good tacos. They got Taco Tuesday, where every taco is. I might butch every. I think every taco is like three or four dollars, and they're good tacos. They're <laughs> there good you go. At that. Worth so, it. Yeah, definitely. Red Star, uh, because y'all just moved, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where'd you Where'd you move to? 
Uh, so we're in uh, Westlake, Westlake. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just outside of South Lake Union. Amazing. Yeah. So y'all are close. We'll we'll need to kick it. I live in Queen Anne. Oh, nice. I, uh, I just yeah. moved from Queen Anne. Just moved from there. Oh, so you were even closer. How did yes. I? Not, how did I not know this? What part of Queen I, Anne? Uh, I was uh, at Second and Aloha Street. So okay. Yeah, it was literally. You know, you know how it goes: second, third, all that. Yep. Um. Yeah, I was just right across the street from the needle. Yep. Much. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty close to there. Um. All right. Are you a dog person or a cat person or neither? Um. I would say dog person, but I've had cats before. Okay. So, um. But I. I am planning to get a dog, so I will say dog person. What kind of dog do you want to get? There's two kinds that I'm looking at. Number one is a Shiba. Uh, yeah, Shiba Inu just looks so regal and majestic. Yes. Um, and the second one is an English Terrier, and the English Terrier came up. Uh, one of my buddies in San Francisco has um, that breed, and so just the best breed, just awesome, medium-sized dog, very energetic but very, uh, very good. Yeah, very good dog. Very cute. Very, very cute. cute. Yes. Very cute um kaylee's on board too kaylee's on board okay there we go hey (laughs) both both people gotta be on board you have to you have to that's no lie yeah (laughs) um would you rather spend two hours on the beach or two hours like hiking in nature um it's easily a hike it's easily Uh, i would say as much as i appreciate the beach the salt life, I can barely stand two hours on the beach because I get bored. I'm um, the same way. Yep. <laughs> I get bored. So I would, yeah, nature, hiking the nature all day. What's funny is like for me, yeah, I I don't I don't even necessarily like hiking <laughs> either. <laughs> so, so like so like it's like, I mean the beach isn't my favorite because sand gets everywhere. And like you said, like, okay, like I get it. We're here. We're just chilling. Like I, I need to like move around. Exactly. I think we're the same way that way. Um, (laughs) Would you, would you rather explore the depths of the ocean or the infinite that is space? Oh man. That's a good question. I've, I've thought about this one from time to time. Um, man i think it might have to be space for me um just because a completely different planet can be host to like many different things that we you know that could just be completely different from our own whereas the deep depths of the ocean we don't know everything that's down there um but we do know that we live on the same planet so we can yeah we have an idea uh uh-huh yeah, so I think it's space for me. Like, did you see that picture of like NASA with like? I did. Up? I did. Yeah, crazy. Like that is insane. Crazy. Like that. That in itself is like, yeah, like we're, what? We're starting to discover so much more. It's yeah, uh, it's mind blowing. It's pretty. I- it's pretty wild. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. We're moving on to level number two. All right. Uh, what would your superhuman ability be? Oh man, superhuman ability would either be super speed, or maybe the ability to like 
teleport. Yeah, that would be mine. Yeah. That would be mine for sure. Yeah, I think it's to get from A to B as quickly as possible. That's what I'm saying. You know how much time you would save? Like you'd save uh, so much time. Yeah, I could live a live another lifetime. Yeah. Just do more. Especially with the way you move. Yeah. Like, oh no, I'm done in Seattle. I want to move to wherever. Gone like that. Beat traffic. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> like that's that would be mine. But speed would be fun too. Yeah. Would you use it to like be like an NFL player? Like dial back a little bit. So oh, you man. still could run fast. Honestly. But uh, not not show all of your power. I think I'd probably try to be a, a hero if we're gonna, you know, yeah. if we're gonna go down that path. I would yeah. try to do it for good in regards to how I can help everybody because you're you're a better person than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'm going to race Usain Bolt <laughs> and beat him because I know I I'm can. Out on top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I would definitely use it for selfish reasons. <laughs> like, listen, I'm going to be a pro football player for my whole life. I'll, I'll never get old. That's not um, a good deal. <laughs> so thanks for making me look bad. Uh, <laughs> what? What's your favorite treat meal? Oh, um, I have a few of them, but the one on the top of my head every time is uh, wings. I, Ooh. I love chicken wings, man. Chicken favorite wings, favorite flavor. Favorite flavor. Um, I love classic buffalo, but I also love lemon pepper. That lemon pepper, baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Do you have um, a favorite wing spot? Uh let me think. Um, there's a spot that I've been going to every Wednesday night. Me and some fellas get together. We shoot some pool, and it's wing night at this place. You're invited, by the way. Um, there. It is Old County, uh, Old County Bar there in Ballard, and they have some pretty amazing wings for like what I would be expecting coming into the spot. It's a very cool spot, but like the wings are great. So. Yo yeah old old county old county yeah shout out to old county let's go (laughs) let's go that's cool that you got that uh little um standing date oh yeah it's good good moment with the guys um do you have any hidden talents Mm. something that not too many people know about maybe the (laughs) the animation yeah that might be actually so probably um Programming. So currently I'm programming through um, Dart and Python and then the animation side as well. So little engineering, little um, uh, graphic design and animation. That you would say talent because I don't throw that at everybody. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know that. <laughs> like you would be the biggest dude working at Pixar. Oh man! <laughs> I have to squeeze into the. <laughs> Do you have any current podcasts or shows you're obsessed with? Do, are you a podcast listener or a TV watcher? You know, I have my moments um, with podcasts, and I generally try to listen to things that are going to continue to help sharpen my skills, fitness-wise. So I'll listen yep. to. Um, I don't know if there's one I can name off the top of my head, but I do have them saved on my Spotify. Um, 
And then uh, there is Two Chai Guys, a mile high, which is owned by uh, one of my buddies. Um, him and his two friends are in like the STEM system. And so they speak on a lot of um, things that they face being like African-Americans in the tech industry. Oh, cool. uh, and I'm definitely going to continue to listen to your podcast because I think uh, intimate conversations um, with people in this field in Seattle, in Washington is, um, is a great listen, especially for everybody out here, but not just out here to other, you know, um, individuals who are in the fitness industry in other major cities. I think there's a lot that you can pick up from this and kind of, uh, you know, gives you good energy. So yeah. Well, we, we appreciate like you being our eighth listener. So Oh yeah, I'm subscribed. <laughs> yeah, we got you. We got you. We're growing one by one out here. There you go. Um, this is this is a tough one. Yeah. Uh, who's on your Mount Rushmore of musical artists? Oh, okay. So uh, here's the thing: it can. Yeah. It's up to your discretion. It could be like who you think is the most influential, who you listen to the most. It's this is your Rushmore. It's totally up to you. Okay. Um, I think I can give probably three and it might not be artists who everyone else appreciate. However, these are just artists that I grew up listening to. And That's what I'm saying. It's your of, list. Yeah, took things from. So um, number one, this one's anyway, number one um, would be 50 Cent. Yeah. Is uh, as a youth in Maryland. Um, I grew up listening to just a lot of that music, but also understanding um, his hustle yep. coming from um, nothing pretty much and building so much for himself, putting himself out there. So, yeah. Entrepreneur. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Huge. And he's, you know, still today doing big things. So literally was all all about it. But yeah, you know, just. Just that was good motivation for me um, at the time. Um, number two is Kendrick Lamar. Ooh. I say Kendrick Lamar because uh, he, since I started listening to him, mixed uh, like his old mixtapes, has always been speaking like conscious rap, yeah. giving you things to think about, um, kind of giving his perspective on like the world, but you know, it's very, very relatable in uh, what yes. we see people going through, whether it be politics or just society. Um, and it's always been a positive take on it. Like, for hey, sure. strip yourself from that and do better. Do better for yourself. So definitely appreciate, like, the conscious rappers. Um, and then my third, uh, I would probably say it's either going to be Nas or Notorious B.I.G. And the reason why is I grew up uh, listening to them in England um, and they've just always been really good storytellers. Yeah. So um, I love to hear a good story, especially when it's artistically wrapped or created, put in front of you. Um, and they just created so much good music. Again, yeah. lots of positive stuff and i'm all for that biggie was a genius at that yeah absolutely um well you know you got room for four spots so all four of those boom you got 50 yep you got kendrick 
Nas yep. and Biggie. Yep. That's a good Rushmore. Hey, man. I, yeah. I still listen to him today, so. Yeah, that is a good Rushmore. <laughs> um, who would be your dream dinner guest? It could be real or fictional. Hmm. Oh, like, man. Who are you trying to grab a beer with? When you say fictional, that, that opens it up. So, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> let me think here. I just had someone tell me someone from Harry Potter. So, yeah, oh, no like, kidding. Yeah, it's lit- it literally could be anything. I'm like, am I gonna am I gonna tell you someone from Dragon Ball Z? Or, <laughs> <laughs> or am I gonna tell you somebody who uh, has been pretty pretty influential now? Um, honestly, it's it's gonna maybe be a tie between uh, Goku. <laughs> I was just gonna uh, say <laughs> Goku because I want to know how why he got so strong and I, I want that. that, that <laughs> ambition that he has to always be always be better yeah and then it might be someone who can um help me build myself uh business-wise mentally so like Mm. jay-z um very 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 successful yeah um made a lot of good moves in his life and he is where he is now you know because of those moves he took that's a good one yeah that's a good one um (laughs) Uh, this is going to be a great question for you because you do so many different types of workout. What's your favorite way to work out? Favorite way to work out right now. I love, um, I think I'm, I think I love hit right now. Mm. So, uh, it just gives me the chance to lift heavy. Um, yep. so move heavy weight quickly and explosively. That's yeah. my favorite thing to do now. Um, I just feel very powerful when I'm doing hit. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. That's a good answer. Uh, and on top of that, what do you have any advice for someone who's kind of just getting started in fitness or restarting their fitness journey who might be a little scared? Um, you know, yeah. like coming into a space like Rowdy might be a little intimidating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, do you have any advice for someone that yeah, might be my, looking to get into it? My advice would be come in and, you know, Find what you like to do. So whether that be coming into Rowdy Box um, and you love to hit the bag, uh, one one thing that people need to do is not worry about everyone else behind them because everyone else has their own fitness going on, but you need to create what's good for you. True. So um, come in and find out what feels good for you. What, what can you be passionate about? What's something that you know if you get up tomorrow, you can continue to do because that's going to help you, you know, mentally. And on those days that you don't have the motivation to move, continue moving. Because uh, the hardest part of doing anything is like showing up for it. But once you get into it, then you, you're in it. That's true. You're going to find that enjoyment there. So, you know, a lot of people are worried about everyone else around them. Kind of pull yourself back in towards yourself. Be a little bit more selfish with what it is you appreciate about fitness versus how heavy or hard, how hard someone else is hitting next to you. That's great advice. We, um, it's also, it's also why we have late cancel fees. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Cause if you sign up for class, you, you know, you're there. showing up. Yep. You better be there. <laughs> um, 
That's dope. All right. We're moving on to level three. We're level getting down three. to the nitty gritty. Right. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? Little Toby bouncing around. Okay. City to city. Um, especially for my, yeah, especially for that aspect of moving around so much, I would tell myself to just be very confident in myself, uh, who I am amongst my peers and just who I am in society. Uh, don't limit myself to like the expectations of what everybody else has around me, um, because that could kind of change the way I act if I have, uh, the intent to do one thing. Um, but maybe I'm feeling shy or, you know, whatever it is at the time, I definitely like limit myself and mm. to me, that's a hindrance. Um, so being confident, uh, would just allow me to do more and to reach more people, make better connections, find better opportunities. Uh, there's something very valuable about holding confidence within yourself, um, and how you can get along in the world. So that would be my advice. And then maybe I'd sneak in like the 2012 lottery number and- uh, <laughs> Hey, get that, get that mega millions. Yep. All right, son. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think that's really important. I know for me, I like I can struggle, I can struggle with um, imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. It's like, especially, around other fitness people. Yeah. So like for me, it can be a struggle for that as well. Like just being confident in my own space. Uh, yep. Like you said, kind of holding your own space. Uh, kind of uh, for you, what, what kind of keeps you going with that? Like what, do you have something that kind of pulls you out of those funks or, you know, is it just like teaching a class and having, you know, I, I'm very, just going to say, it, I'm very egocentric. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the feeling of validation. Yeah. Um, Cause it helps me, honestly, it helps me. Yeah, of course. Uh, but for you, do you ever feel that way? Do you ever feel like not very confident? in yourself or um, like is it something that you've worked on over the years yeah no it's it's definitely something that i've worked on and i mean it will still always hit you even to this day depending on what uh challenge you're tackling or what True. you're doing at the time um in regards to um like the confidence and in, in getting validation i think uh everybody to a degree needs some sort of validation because you can be doing everything right, but if no one has, if no one says anything to you, no one bothers to notice like your merits or anything like that, then maybe it can feel empty for some. And I don't think that's like, I don't think that's like something that's shallow, you know, like let's say if I come to your class and you kick my butt and I push myself to the max and I couldn't even get like a, you did great or a handshake on the way out or something. Yeah. And, you know, there's just kind of that disconnect. It's like, all right, I just pushed myself as hard. Um, yeah. And uh, the coach probably doesn't think that I did that great or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It's, um, I don't think it's a bad thing to have that kind of validation to give that out. That's why I try to make um, as much time as I can for 
my clients or or when people are coming out of my class i try to let everybody know great job i think that's important yeah um, but also at the same time having the confidence to be able to step into the room um to begin with is very important for you to have um for sure you know just be believe in to yourself. command the room and everything like that yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh i'm getting a quick interruption got you uh we have i think hold on we have a special guest coming on oh no kidding here All we right. go What's here, here we go <laughs> <laughs> we have we have a fan coming on yeah major a couple, fan major fan coming on uh <laughs> to ask you we got we, <laughs> Tara's come on to ask you a couple of questions as well. So Tara, go ahead and take it away. I get two, right? Yeah, two questions. Two questions. Okay. Number one, what um oh now I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um what's your favorite punch that you throw? <laughs> well, okay. Um, you know what? I like I like the cross. The cross okay. is the yeah punch number two. I was it, I, I was gonna say, does Tara know what punch that is? Yes, I do. <laughs> we did them in class today, Moses. Hey, we can go through some lessons. Yeah, you know, but um, no, I love the cross because it's it's very powerful. Um, and you have to like fully extend it. There's a full range of motion that you work with the cross, and that is just very enjoyable for me. So the cross. Love it. Yes. And my other question is more of a real question. Now that I've had some time to think about it. Um, I'm like new to being a fitness instructor. What advice do you give to like instructors who are just starting out? Okay. Um, so the advice I would give is to understand your craft, whatever you are um, instructing. Um, how does that craft make you feel? What are you passionate about? And start to build, uh, start to build that philosophy for yourself so that you can give that same energy um, and that same feeling to other people. And so what I mean by that is if I love lifting weights, and I love the way it makes me feel and the results that I can get from it. Start to help uh, whoever you're interacting with feel that same feeling. So um, immerse yourself in your craft, understand more so that you understand what you're coaching, everything you're teaching, and then also give that that energy, that feeling towards people. I hope I hope that makes sense. Yeah, no, that does. Thanks. Awesome. What an answer. What an answer. Yeah, that was really crafted very well. Oh, well spoken, Toby. Oh, appreciate it. That was, that was on the spot, so, you know. She's never even asked me that question. <laughs> Do you want me to ask you that question? No, Jesus? no. This is... No, you're how, on the spot. How would you answer that question? Uh, I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to Tara personally. Nice. Um, okay. So, well, thanks for hopping on, Tara. Of course. Yeah. Have a great yeah. rest of your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I'll see you in class soon. Yeah. Yes. All right. Sundays. Bye, guys. Bye, Tara. Thanks. Oh my God. Yeah, that was that was in the works. We're oh, fun. <laughs> yeah.
I was like, <laughs> all right, we got to surprise Toby with a special guest. Oh, that was um, awesome. Cool. We're moving right along. Um, what are some short-term and long-term goals that you have? Cool. Um, short-term being like a year and then okay. like long-term being like five to 10. Okay. Um, short-term goal right now, the most obvious one that comes to me is finishing my master's degree. Um, so right now I'm in an online two-year program. I've completed one year so far. Um, I have one year to go and, yep. uh, you know, being, being a student and having a full-time job and everything else that comes along with it, um, you have to be very intentional with your time. So for me, it's a challenge, it's a goal to, um, finish this program, stay on top of it. Yep. There you go. Um, long-term goal, travel. Uh, oh, good travel. one. There's a few, a uh, few places off the top of my mind. Number one is Nigeria. Yep. Uh, my originality is Nigerian. My name is Nigerian. So, um, I've only been to Nigeria one time and that was when I was very young. Um, I would love to go back there again. Um, then I want to explore more of Europe. Um, so all the trips I see people take like Rome, Spain. Yeah. I, I want to get out there too. So there's that. And then finally there is Japan and Japan. There's like multiple reasons. Number one, I have a nephew in Japan, um, who's half Japanese. So I really want to meet him. Oh, wow. Let him know that he has a cool, strong uncle. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one is, um, well, like I said, I'm a nerd. So there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Japanese like influence. There you go. That I would love to go and experience. So from what it sounds like you're an anime guy. Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yes. It's that yep. Japanese influence. Oh uh, yeah. It's go there. Goku being like your dream dinner guest. I was like, yep. all right, I get it. You're starting to put it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you say that's the biggest nerdiest thing about you? Or like, um, like, is that what you geek out on the most? Yes and no, because there's, there's, you know, multiple facets. Like, I love Star Wars. Yeah. I, I love video games. Yes. Um, I don't know if you can consider this nerdy, but it's, it's techy. I love creating content. Yeah. So, you know, you do have to kind of understand how to create content. There's For sure. apps and software involved. So I would say there's different facets of it, you know. Um, um, what's your favorite episode in the Star Wars series? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I would say it's between episode four, A New Hope, and episode, I believe it is eight the force awakens that's a good one um, i appreciate those stories a lot uh i rewatched uh the prequels yes and they hold up pretty honestly they hold up like pretty decently because they they were like panned when they came out like nobody yeah. liked them yeah you know um that's that's the thing you know sometimes you gotta step outside of yeah you hear everybody critique something as and that's true like your own critique for it don't get me wrong the acting is still not great 
It's still not great. Yeah, but I'm saying like the story, like I'm like, okay, like just because like I like you start to see the bigger picture and like, okay, the story makes a lot. Did you watch Obi-Wan? Um, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm watching through it now. It's great. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Um, all right. Now that nerd corner is done. <laughs> uh, uh, what's one thing that you would change in the fitness industry? Okay. So this is a big one. Um, I know. Well, just one. Just one for now. Just one thing. Just one thing. Okay. I would have to say... Let me see if I can give you an answer you've not heard up until this point. Um, I would try to make the fitness industry more accessible and united. And what I mean by that is, um, as you've said, I think you mentioned earlier, uh, in fitness, it can be kind of clickish, depending on what you're doing, whether you strictly do yoga or whether you're you know, are lifting in the gym and that's the sole thing that you do. <clears throat> but I think it's important to understand that there are many um, sides to fitness that are all very important for you and for the people doing them and to build that appreciation. So I think it's good to do things that maybe you're not, um, maybe you're not strong at and just kind of challenge yourself and see, you know, what that does for you and uh, build some balance for yourself. So I would say, make it more accessible to everyone across the board, be inviting and make it more um, united and that everybody has a appreciation for all the all different things across the board. Love that answer. Yeah. Um, really cool. Um, what, we're, we're getting close here. Hey. Uh, what's your why? What pulls you out of bed in the morning? Um, so for myself or for yeah. people that I, for myself, for me, um, I, I guess I, I'm very, uh, goal driven. I'm very like, I love challenges. So when it comes to like setting goals and accomplishing those goals, there is always that feeling of accomplishment. And then there's always that feeling of wanting to continue and, and build up some more. Um, I think that comes from uh, maybe the life that I've lived up until this point. Um, I feel like I've had a lot of adversity, but I've always had to overcome mm. a challenge to come out on top. And so that's kind of how I treat my fitness also. Um, I'll go through moments where I have a slump and I don't work out in a week. And yeah. then I have to get it back into gear and, you know, overcome that challenge then you know, build myself better. So it's, it's, it's an ongoing journey. Um, but my why is to like, stay in it, keep it challenging, keep it passionate, keep it fresh, always set a new target. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, cool. Last question. Who would you like to hear on the off the waitlist podcast? And you gotta try and help me get them on. Cause okay. I don't know everybody. I think um, I would love to hear, and this is one person that's close to me, is uh, my boss, Sammy Sweeney. I would love to hear her on here because she has multiple things going on for herself. I can't speak everything for her, but, you know, from what I see, she is a mother of two. She owns a business. She also coaches in this business, and she is a very energetic person, like, 
her energy reaches so many people and you know we 100%. All so um i would love to hear her on here because i want to know how she does it all and you know get a little 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 more intimate intimate <laughs> hell yeah so here's the yep. thing you are like the eighth person to mention sammy no way so, so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna like s- splice up all the people who have said sammy yeah. put it on my instagram and tag yeah. her and be like the people have spoken sammy the people have spoken they want to hear you um, that's dope that's dope i'm uh it really says a lot about her mm-hmm. that so many people are wanting to hear from her i think yeah um, yeah agreed. uh dope uh in closing i have all my guests do this let the people know where they can find you how they can get in contact with you your socials all that stuff i don't call it self-promotion because i'm forcing you to do it so <laughs> take it away well, you can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Toby England. That's T-O-B-I England, E-N-G-L-A-N-D. Um, I also have a website, uh, my personal training website. Um, you can reach at tobyenglandfitness.com. Um, send me an email. Send me a message. I'm always open to talk, always open to help. I'm here. Let's go. And then if you want, join us every Sunday at Rowdy Box because oh, we, we got a whole group go every week. So if you oh, want to yeah. join us, we'll be there. The energy is crazy. You should totally, totally join in. Yeah. Hey, man, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I know you're busy. I know you got clients and, sh- and shit like that. So really appreciate you. I think people are going to love this. Um, Thank you for having me. man. Yeah, of course. Of course. You keep doing big things out here in Seattle, man. You're doing you're doing awesome. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate you, man. All right, Moses. All right. Yeah, we'll see you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Peace.